Now listen up, kids. This is important stuff. I'm gonna, who's going to be my first volunteer? Because I need someone who's going to make definite, defined footsteps. Will that be you, Van? She's at front here. Right. Now this is the difficult bit. She's pretending to be Jesus. So she's our first volunteer. And everyone behind her, and I need at least another nine. I'm not looking at children here. I want nine adults, please. Right? This, so at least nine, you guys are our disciples. At the, at the uh, I think the um, Ollie Club, we have disciples wearing sunglasses. But we haven't got enough sunglasses to go around for this. All right? So these are disciples. And what you've got to do, you're Jesus for the next few minutes. All right? What Jesus is going to do, and what you're to do, make definite footmarks. You're going there, and there, and here, and here. And you're walking around like this. And everybody has got to try and copy where she puts her feet. Now, you can't see at the end there. So you're hoping that the person in front of you has put the feet in the right place. You got that? So, might be an idea, yeah. Anthony shoulders so you're nice and close. Right. Right, so well, when you're ready, Jesus, take it easy. Oh, here's, here's a go. When I say go, you go nice to find footsteps. I want you to go round at least once, maybe twice. On a count of three, one, two, three, off you go. Go. So, all right. So, okay. Keep on going. <laughs> Shall I put a foot where it is there? Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be out there, yes, yes. You go, you go see, try and put your feet where the person in front has gone. <laughs> and this won't transfer well to podcast, but I think it's brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> right. It's sad, isn't it? Yeah, all right. I mean, once you get us there, we can't quit. All right, that'll do. Thank you very much, Jesus. Thank you very much, disciples. Except what won't is Jesus stand there and the last disciple to remain. So the rest of you is going to sit down. Andrew, can we have the next uh, slide? Could someone turn the lights on as well for us? Turn the lights down for us, folks. Okay, those are footprints in the sand. You're not going to hear the footprints in the sand to talk, all right? I'm not doing that. What I'm saying to you is, how hard was that? That was pretty difficult, wasn't it? 
this side of Jesus, all I want you to do is walk from here to over here, and you, the last disciple, just put your hands on, oh, just, just walk close behind her here, and just see if you can put your feet in the same place she's put hers. Right, off you go. That'll do. Now, how much easier, my eyes back again, please, Bruce. How much easier was that? We're all, thanks very much. You can guys you know, sit down. We're all his disciples. And a few years back, we went to uh, Sir Garvis and saw the apprentice, the apprentice. And the good disciple was one who walked so close to be covered in the dust of Jesus' feet. Not too far from how close he was then. But it was all very difficult, especially for the one at the end, to try and keep up. We have billions of saints. There's a billion saints on the planet now. There have been billions before us. There will probably be billions afterwards. How are we going to manage this phone that footprints? The good thing about Jesus is, although he's got billions behind him, he treats us like there's just us. All right. That was just us following those footprints. It makes life a bit simpler for us. Okay. That's a good game there, I quite like that. I want to go to the... Um, I'll di- try to figure out how difficult it is to follow his lead. As I say, it looked pretty difficult. And it wasn't a difficulty in our reading that Roland gave us. This, this law, this uh, Pharisee, wasn't trying to trick Jesus... He's asking the question. If you look at the question again, one of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating, noticed that Jesus had given a good answer. He asked, of all the commandments, which is the most important? And Jesus said, the most important one is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, Love your neighbour as yourself. There's no commandment greater than these. He's telling us, you know, how to find our footprints. Jesus didn't make these words up. Every Jew that had been stood in that room or in that field would have known those words, would have known those words because words were first spoken, first written down 1,500 years beforehand. This is from the book of Deuteronomy. This is from the book of Leviticus. Every Jew would have known those words. And that phrase is, spot on. It would be no surprise to them. They have known those words. It's a good... So, I'm looking at now is, how do we go about loving our God with our hearts? We're all our soul and mind and strength. How do we do it? I believe one of the crucial things is to get to know him better. 
and continue our relationship with him. How do we get to know God and Jesus better? You know, this is not a bad start. Right, let's say Bible. My Bible hasn't got things written in. I come from the old school when to write in books was considered very bad. So don't write in books. It's reasonably thumbed, it's been used. And it's used, and it has to be there to get to know a lot better from, from the written word. It's a good map. And this is taking me now onto what me and Andy Cameron did yesterday. Me and Andy Cameron went out for a bike ride yesterday, getting for 40 miles. We didn't know all the route. We had maps that we glanced at beforehand. Now, this is actually, um, yes it is, it smells of my sweat. This is actually my map for a ride. And does that look nice and pristine condition? It looks pretty well thumbed, doesn't it? Because it'd been lived there, I'm going, hang on a minute, let's, let's see what the map says. And we'll turn it over and, you know, we've got a map there. And that's the kind of pristine condition it should be in. And I reckon that's the kind of pristine condition our Bible should be in. Well and truly formed. So the more we read his word, individually and in our groups, the more we get to know him better. The, um, the our scripts for the way I start up again in a few more weeks. That's the our script advertising. I'm not going to ask leaders to stand up. They might all be here. But a couple of weeks' time, our script will start again. We get to know him better by talking with him. And I stress talking with him. It isn't talking to him and not listening to answers. It's talking with him and listening to what he's going to say. And um, the more you talk with him, the more you recognise his voice. I don't know what Jesus sounds like to you. I know what he sounds like to me. To me, he's always calm. To me, he never puts me down. To me, he's always positive. He's always there to sort of say, it'd be all right. It's not a there, there, there. But it's calm or it's positive. If that voice you hear sometimes starts to put you down, it's not Jesus. Like the Jesus voice doesn't put anybody down. It doesn't do despair. It doesn't do fear. It doesn't do putting people down. If you get that, it's not it. It's the other fella. And just tell him to go away. God doesn't do that. And how I recognise my voice, I want to recognise his voice. I was thinking about this the other day. My mum died 17 years ago. 17 years ago. Some of you remember her, some of you won't. I know that when I see her again in glory, I might not recognise her how she looks. I've got no idea what resurrection body is going to look like. But I'm sure I recognise her voice. 
I'm sure I recognize the love she's shown me all her life. And I'm sure you'll recognize God's voices when you hear his voice. And you'll recognize it because you're with him enough. You recognize the voice by familiarity. So please pray. And please get to know you. Remember what God sounds like to you. But the more familiar you are with him, the more you recognize his voice. It's okay. So the um, and he also we get something better by responding to his nudges. That God nudge. The Holy Spirit nudge to us. Me and Andy Cameron, stand up Andy. We had a few nudges yesterday. I can think of one place. I'm trying to figure out it wasn't a map. Oh, you can't see it from there, so I'm not going to pass it around. But, as we took a point, I'm going to be going, Andy's in front because he's, he's a star guy, Andy. So he's, he's cycles faster than I do. And he goes right, and we say, what did they say to you? That's right. Thanks, Andy. Add a map. Sit down, Andy. Sit down, mate. You're all right. You can sit down and go. I said, are you sure it's the right way? And he went, no. We came back, we had a good gun on the map, we figured out where it was, I realized we were slightly off. Nudges both we had. I had a nudge saying, are you sure it's the right way, Andy? He says, no, I'm not sure. Looks a little nudge like that. And sometimes on our path that we're walking with Jesus, we need that nudge. And he say, are you sure you want to go that way? Come to the next slide, please, Andy. Some dim lights for us. Because when you see prints like that, those are not human footprints. All right? <laughs> so if on your path you think that you're walking behind Jesus, you're thinking, nope, that doesn't look like human footprints to me. You want to give one a miss, you might, say, you might say, shall I just follow that? No, that's a dog. All right? Choose some, look around and try and find the right footprint. Go next one, please, Andrew. Andy, next one, please. Sometimes our paths can be confused. This is the same beach. This is a huge beach in a highland called Roma. The beach was about a mile wide and about eight mile long. The only way to get to it was driving on it. Or walking on it. I don't like driving on beaches that much. These guys did. Notice how most of those paths are going in one direction. This guy's gone over here. Sometimes we get confused on the paths we're going to. Next one, please. Sometimes you might find a path that you really don't want to be on. Just click it, get this. Right. That's me. I'm walking in the Cairngorms. That's my map. And whatever made that print next door to it was just ahead of me somewhere. That's a big print. What did it like the look of? The fact it had fully retracted claws. Which would say, that's not a dog. It's a puma-sized dog. Therefore, it's probably a puma-sized cat. And you figure out what those cats eat when they can't find rabbits and things. <laughs> right, so, uh, next slide, please. Right, I'm in Sweden. And I find that print. That looks like a fair old print, doesn't it? Quite a size. Stopping my tracks. 
When we get back to the cafe, we pick up a book saying, what to do when you come across a bear? <laughs> right. I'm going, hmm. Somebody told me that it looks like a front paw of a small bear. I'm just wondering what a big bear looks like, front paws. Next slide for Sunday. Sometimes the path run gets difficult to follow. It isn't easy to see. The other week, Ron and I went for a walk around uh, Rixton area, all in screen. Now, if you went there a month ago, the haze there, there's loads of long, big brown things sticking out of the ground. The footpath is ideally identified with the fact it's a nice, big, tracked path. Beautiful. I'm saying, Van, it's a cracking walk. Oh, you're going to see it through miles away. It's a bit like when you walk through the fields there. It's like that moment of gladiator. You know when he's walking past, he's brushing the car. You know what I mean? That one there. It's massive. We got there. Guess what? They cut it all down. <laughs> right. And this is the more difficult bit. I'm going, I'm looking at it, and I can see about four or five tractor marks. And this path, I'm saying, I'm sure, path goes this way. But I'm not certain. And I'm pretty sure it's gone over that way. I've got my map out again. That's getting well formed at this stage because I'm getting lost. And as a mountain leader, I don't like getting lost. Sorry, not lost. Temporary misplaced. All right, you're temporary misplaced and you have to relocate. So I was temporary misplaced once or twice in the hours. I'm just trying to figure out where we are here. Sometimes it's difficult to spot. And our reading before, when we were talking about the... Um, the second reading. So the first reading. The narrow and wide gates. Enter through the narrow gate. For the wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it. But small is the gate, and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. I think it's a few billion, but it's still a few. It was a very wide gate. I'm looking at a big field there, and a bit of a tract. It's not necessarily easy to find a way across it. So use your eyes. Use what you're reading in the Bible. Use those God nudges on your, on your path. Come next slide, please, Andrew. That's much simpler. That's the other side of the path. Yes, we was on the right path. That's the other side of the path. And when we get there, there's a footpath sign. And there's a path going off. And if we'd been there a month earlier, either side that mic, that well-identified path there, would have been, here's a cart this big. Go across the field. So simple. But even when it's not so simple for us to see, God will be giving us signs. We'll be pushing us along. We'll point us the right way. Have the lights, please. Because all we've got to do in our lives is I living our great lives and you know being good and trying to love our neighbours as ourselves. And I will be focusing more on this bit in two weeks' time. Two weeks' time I'm preaching again. I'll be concentrating two weeks' time, the second part I read. Loving our neighbours ourselves. Jesus said those are two greatest commandments. 
those two greatest commandments were given to him 1,500 years before Jesus was born. And Jesus refers to those two commandments time and time again in his ministry. Love God and love your neighbours as yourself. When we have our name printed on our forehead that you are Jesus's, those are going to be two lines above it. Love God and love your neighbours as yourselves. Wrong. Right? In brackets. <laughs> Running brackets, that is. We must remember that we still need to be looking. We still need to be asking. We still need to be listening. Because remember, those who played before, it's always easier to play the follow the leader game if you keep near him.